all right welcome back to the live life complex podcast you know how it goes this is your host my name is diego and welcome to part two this is uh, a little series that i'm doing i'm really enjoying this little series where i'm part one part two but this one is a q a and i've already recorded part one you can go listen to it, it should be out um you know anywhere they listen to podcasts and i covered two questions in the previous episode so one of them was or the first one was a message to yourself in five years that turned out to be surprisingly difficult to answer and so you can go listen to the episode to hear my response and the second one was improving football iq and i had a an interesting insight that i didn't really think about before but it in fact is what has helped me improve my football iq so Go listen to that episode if any of those things sound interesting to you. But in this episode, I'll be covering two more questions. So once again, thank you for submitting them. But the first question I'm going to cover is mental health slash toughness with football. So there's a few parts to this question that I want to cover. And the first one, the first thing that comes to my mind is I feel like as a defender, um, I've ha- I have more mental toughness just inherently. And this wasn't always the case. You know, I've been an attacker my entire life. I've always been the player where, where you know, who goes, I'm an attacker. I'm not going to defend. There's no point in defending because I can't defend because I don't need to defend. And, you know, that's a really naive and stupid mindset. I really hope no one else, no one has this. I know I know for a fact people have this, but if you do, just really take a look at yourself and understand that this is just a dumb. It's, it's factually dumb. So I wish that I spent more time when I was younger learning to defend and learning the this the defending aspect to the game because I would argue it's the most important. I know the object of the game is to score goals, but I feel like understanding the, the defensive side of things is more important when you apply it to the game um, and like in terms of outcome. So becoming a defender as I got older, now I play as a fullback. I feel like that in itself has improved my mental toughness. This is probably completely personal, but as an attacker, I was just more of a pussy. I'm just going to be honest. I was a, you know, I, I didn't, I got frustrated more easily when I didn't get the ball, when I missed shots, whatever. I was kind of just a bitch, you know, and I feel like a lot of attackers are kind of like that. I'm not going to lie. So, um, yeah, just a lot of curse words in this episode, I think, uh, coming up. I'm kind of in that mood. But yeah, so becoming a defender, help my mental toughness. This probably isn't a good point to make, but it's something that I've experienced in my life. Now let's move on to some actual applicable things. So I would say building up mental toughness happens um, off the field. And it happens, you know, in terms of keeping your diet strict, in, in terms of keeping your routine and bedtime schedule strict. It's all those things that are hard to do all off the field that really add up and build that strength in your mind and create the, a character, the character of a human being who is, you know, strong-willed, and knows what he or she wants out of life. That's what builds mental toughness. And then it's applied onto the field. It doesn't happen the other way around. Mental, t- mental toughness does not er- like originate from losses or just playing games. It doesn't originate from the field. It originates off the field and then you apply it onto the field. So, you know, doing things that, you, that aren't comfortable, like waking up early in training on a consistent basis working on things that you know you need to work on like your fitness or your agility or your weak foot all these things add up i'm telling you it it just takes time it's not instant there are no instant results it takes years i would say like four years of doing this and you'll eventually start to see i'm saying this from experience but four years of just adding all of these things up and you will eventually start to see resilience and mental toughness being applied onto the field 
without you even realizing it because it'll just be a part of who you are it'll be your character and it'll be you know it's your the things you do on a daily basis eventually add up to become to eventually add up to become your personality that's just how it works so you really need to be conscious and i talk about this all the time on the podcast you really need to be conscious of what you're doing on a daily basis who you're surrounding yourself with you know your habits because that becomes who you are without you even realizing it it just happens and once that happens it's too late because then it takes the however much time it took to solidify those habits times two to replace to get rid of them and then replace them and so get rid of them and simultaneously replace them so you really just need to be conscious of this and then if you build yourself up to be a mentally tough human being it'll just come naturally on the field and it'll probably be even stronger and more solidified because now you have something to fight for you have something you have a goal and the goal is to win that game so you will stop at nothing to, to make sure that happens so people who say, you know, I can't do X, Y, or Z because of some reason or excuse, I would just really ask yourself, you know, what are your goals? What are your true intentions in life? What do you really want out of it? And be honest with yourself because that's another thing about me being mentally tough is being honest with yourself and being able to let go of your ego and just really accept things for what they are. Really accepting losses and accepting that maybe this isn't the correct thing for you to do. Maybe you really do not have what it takes. And that's totally okay because not everyone does. But maybe you do and you just haven't given yourself enough of a chance. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, this could have been me. You know, a couple of years ago, I struggled to really stick to a schedule, really go out and train on my own, put in that extra work, focus on my diet and nutrition, going to bed early, all those things, etc., etc. And I could have just given up and been like, you know what, from what I'm showing myself, I don't have what it takes. But I stuck with it because I knew that deep down inside I really wanted it. And I stuck with it and I built up that character. I built up a person who is willing to wake up on six hours of sleep at six in the morning to go train and to give it 100% and to do that seven times a week. You know what I mean? It takes time to build that character. So all I'm asking is that you be honest with yourself but have patience and give yourself a chance. Give yourself the benefit of the doubt, but only to an extent. You know, you have to understand when it's time to really just be like, okay, I just don't have what it takes, so I'm going to move on to something else. Or, you know what, I haven't been showing that I have what it takes, but I'm going to give myself a chance and really put in the work consistently. I'm not going to go all in right away because that's too overwhelming and that's impossible to maintain. I'm going to go at it little bits at a time and eventually implement them into my life so they become habits and they become a part of who I am and a part of my daily routine. That's what I did. That's how I improved to where I've gotten to now. You know, I used to be garbage. I used to be so bad. I used to be weak. I used to be skinny. I used to be slow. All these different things. I was a, I was a terrible athlete and a player. I was bad. But just by putting in work over time with patience, without really any expectations, without demanding anything, Otherwise, I'll quit. That was never my mindset. It was just keep putting in work every single day because it adds up. As soon as you start seeing results, it gets addicting. Trust me, as soon as results start coming in, it gets addicting. So you want to get to that point. It just takes a little bit extra effort. Just get over that hump and you're there. And it's, a, it's, 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 an, amazing, it's an amazing time. You enjoy the work. Trust me, that's where mental toughness is built. The work you put in off the field dictates how impactful the work on the field really is. And that's the quote of the podcast, I'd say. That, if you're going to take away anything, clip that, write that down, and remember that. Okay, whatever you do off the field dictates 
how impactful, how effective what you do on the field is. Your nutrition, your sleep, your recovery, everything. Your work in the gym is only as good as all those things. Your work in the gym on the field is only as good as your mentally tough. Or as your mental toughness, sorry. But yeah, that's my that's my answer to that question. I think that this is a very good question. And so thank you to Oren.Gensner. Hope I'm saying your name right. I really appreciate that question. Very good. All right, so moving on to the next one. The final question is, so the submission is obsession with eating healthy and how it affects athletes. So at first I was kind of confused with this one. I was not too sure what what the person meant by this. And then I sort of thought about it. And is she saying that it's a bad thing that there's an obsession with eating healthy and it negatively affects athletes? Or is she saying that it's a positive thing and that the obsession with eat, with eating healthy, uh, you know, is, is a good thing? So I'm, I'm kind of confused. I hope I understand the context of the question correctly when I answer it. But so I have a few, I have a few things to say about this one. So I would say that an obsession with anything inherently positive is only good up until you take it to a negative extreme and by that i mean you know eating healthy and being um and by that i mean being healthy and being obsessed with healthy foods and taking care of your body nutritionally how is that ever a bad thing unless you let it get to you and let it get in the way of enjoying life and let it compromising, you know, I don't know, important things in your life. You know what I mean? Eating healthy is never a bad thing. The only reason why eating healthy would be bad is because of you. So an athlete who is obsessed with his nutrition and making sure that he is on point with that, that's a very good thing. Like I said, it only becomes a negative thing or an issue when you let it get in the way of other areas of your life. So if you're not going to be enjoying life because you need to eat healthy and you don't enjoy these healthy foods, where well, there's two options. One, you could stop being quote unquote healthy and you could eat the foods that actually bring you joy and happiness and enjoy life. Or two, you could find a way to make healthy food that also tastes good. The second option is a lot harder because it actually requires effort and it requires time to be invested into understanding A, what even is healthy and B, how to make it taste good. The first option is easy because, I mean, you just drop it and you go for what's what your mind is telling you. You know what I mean? You just give up what you're doing and you go do what you're, you just give in to temptation. All right. That's the easiest option. The second option is what I recommend, obviously, but, you know, it depends on what type of person you are. It depends what your goals are, what you want out of life. You know, there's all these different factors that, uh, that matter in this situation. So I'd say, yeah, be obsessed with being healthy, especially as an athlete. That's the number one thing you want to be obsessed with. Besides the sport that you're playing, you want to be obsessed with your nutrition because all the gains in the gym, you know, in, on the field, wherever, whatever your sport is, it's only as good. And I said this in the past episode, or did I say in this one? I can't remember. Um, it's only as good as the work that you're putting in off the field. I think I said it in this one. Um, so yeah, focus on your, your nutrition. And if you're obsessed with that, be obsessed with that. Just don't let it get in the way of enjoying life. And it doesn't have to either at all. Being healthy, you can enjoy life even more because the food not only tastes good, but you feel good afterwards. It's a win-win situation. I don't know why more people don't see this, but you know the mind is a powerful thing and our cravings are another powerful thing. So 
you know, that's why I'm saying it's important to make, uh, to be aware of every decision in your life. You know, it's worth it to not give in to temptation once so that you continue to solidify the habit. Even if you're like, oh, I haven't had a cheat meal in however many days or however many weeks. If you don't really need it, just don't do it because you don't, you like, it's just not worth it. Don't ruin all the momentum that you've built up. Now, I do understand that some people, it matters and it helps them continue with the momentum. And and that's totally fine. I'm just saying for the people that don't feel that way about cheat meals. And if you're just doing it because you feel like you should take a cheat meal because you haven't, not necessarily because you want to, don't do it. There's no point. Just don't do it. (laughs) Just don't give into temptation. Take back control of your mind. Meditation helps with this. I talk about this. I think I have a full episode about this as well. So if you want to hear about my thoughts on meditation, how I do it, why I practice it, when I practice it, how long I've been practicing it for, um, yeah, then just check out that episode. But other than that, I think that wraps up the question. So thank you so much to V-I-R-Y Hope on Instagram. I don't know how to say the first bit, Viri Hope. I apologize. I'm so sorry. But thank you for submitting that question. Great question. Uh, And yeah, that wraps up the podcast. So thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to live life complex. All right, peace out.